Have you heard of the controversy over Sound of Freedom? That's one of this year's top performing movies. It's beating uh, Mission Impossible and several others. It beat Indiana Jones. But it touches on a subject that the elite doesn't like. Human trafficking and the sexual exploitation of children. Stars well-known actors, has a good storyline, it was well-produced, but unless you're paying attention, you probably never even know that it was made, let alone released. Disney supposedly sat on it for five years. But it's not the only film that makes the ruling elite nervous. Our friends Matt and Joy Thayer with Sparrow Pictures have made a beautiful movie titled The Trump I Know, with interviews from those closest to the most controversial figure of our time, Donald Trump. You'd think Americans would be curious. What's he really like? If he's such a monster, shouldn't we know? But like Sound of Freedom, this movie has been demonized and vilified. Worse, however, it's been canceled. So you haven't even been given the opportunity to see it or decide for yourself. So we've invited Matt and Joy back to the Economic War Room to share about the movie that they made and why they believe the elite hate it so much. Welcome, Matt and Joy. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Kevin, good to see you, buddy. It's yeah. great, great to see you. Let's start with this. Why would you ever make a movie about the villain, the greatest villain of our times, Donald Trump? Yeah, that's such a great question. You know, Matt and I, neither one of us ended up voting for Donald Trump back in 2016. And we didn't vote for Hillary either. But uh, what had happened was, was we were eating up the media's lies and everything. And as we grew to find out who he really was and the policies that he was implementing and all that, we were going, wait a second, there's another side to this story and nobody is hearing it. And so we set out to tell that story. And so when we were given the opportunity to produce and direct the film, we jumped at the opportunity to get closer to the people that are surrounding the president, started doing our research and uh, just found more and more and more that mm -hmm. everything that the media is putting out there is a complete fabrication. Yeah, that's the scary thing is that they're manipulating us and most yeah. people don't realize it. But you said we're given the opportunity. How did the opportunity come about? Right. So I, I worked on the film Unplanned. Matt did all the behind the scenes directing for Unplanned. And the day the Unplanned film came out in theaters, its Twitter account got taken down by accident. This was a glitch. So all of a sudden, our executive producer, Joe Knopp, was uh, went out to Capitol Hill to testify and share, and he became friends with Laura Trump. And then the more he got to know the Trumps and the Trump family and the Trump administration, he's saying, what I'm hearing over here in mainstream media and what I'm personally experiencing is something entirely different. Is there any way that we can do a documentary about your your the, the women in the business, the family in the campaign? And so we were brought onto the project and that was how we got the opportunity to do this. Thing. Yeah, so Joe asked, uh, asked me to direct, asked Joy to produce. And uh, we were whisked away to, to Washington, D.C. and uh, just began to uh, do interviews with Laura Trump. And she opened up the doors to several other women, mostly women that uh, and there were some men that we interviewed yeah, we as well, five men. but uh, mostly women and getting their perspective. And these are women, women that had been interviewed by Washington Post, by The New York Times. And their stories had never seen the light of day because they were positive stories about the president. Mm -hmm. Yeah, went against the narrative. So you came in unbiased. You weren't a big supporters of Donald Trump. In fact, you were concerned about him. So you were biased against yeah. him. Uh, you didn't vote for him. And you were given an opportunity. Well, I'll explore that. It might be an interesting story. You jumped in. Your purpose was to tell the truth. I'd like to watch, yeah. if you wouldn't mind. Let's roll your trailer so we can get a feel for it. 
president's my friend. Have you ever met him? Do you know him? Then how can you speak of him if you actually don't know the man? I knew that he was going to run and be president. I said, I hate to see what you would go through, but our nation will need it. I think he knew we were at such a pivotal point in our country that somebody had to stand up and do the right thing. Some of the smartest, most talented women that I have seen are people who work for or around President Trump. God has plans for people's lives, and he put me in this place, in this moment, for a reason and for a purpose. And who here is ready for four more years of Donald Trump? It's good to be tolerant. That's a virtue, but not when it turns into the destruction of what is good. Now they're going to come after us. They're not going to make it easy. Uh, he's a bigot. A liar. A serial liar. He's a narcissist. Politics is a nasty business. Donald Trump is a weak man with no courage. Wow, was he right on that, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm a black single mother coming from poverty. But what Donald Trump saw in me was potential. All very just impressive women. It's awesome to see. And my father's really surrounded himself by them his entire life. Where President Trump has taught us is you fight back, you push back. And when I showed up at Trump Tower, I met a whole bunch of powerful women. He gave me the opportunity of a lifetime, and that is the Donald Trump that I know. The amazing thing about that is when I look at it, the people who are close to him, who know him, are speaking favorably. The people who don't know him at all are the same ones that praised him when he was doing The Apprentice or doing business deals that would hang around with him and hang out with him and seemingly loved him until he started taking conservative positions. Is that what you found? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I think the other thing, not just that, is there was people that knew him that were out in Hollywood or out in, in business and everything that all of a sudden just turned their backs on him uh, really hard. And these are people that wanted to be next to him at cocktail parties and be invited to, you know, the Trump properties and were, you know, sporting around photos with with him. And then all of a sudden, like you said, he took on conservative positioning and started running as a Republican. And uh, Katrina Pearson talks about that in our film. You know, she says, you know, why are people go like, why is he taking things so personally? And she's like, because it is personal. These mm -hmm. people have, you know, known me and come after me. And now I'm like, wait a minute, hold on a second. The, I've hung out with you. And now all of a sudden you're blasting me. And these, these things that you're saying, you know, they're not true. He said, she said, that's, that's where it kind of comes from. It is a little bit personal to him. What's interesting is that, that he would be in uh, films and media and television and all this stuff. He was in Home Alone, at, <laughs> Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and they cut that scene with him from yeah, Disney that. Disney Plus cut that out. I mean, it's just in, it's in, insane. It is insane. And the cover, what they're doing, for example, they're doing it now also to, to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. They're doing it to yep. Naomi Wolf. They've done it to Alan Dershowitz. If you go against the elite's line, they will censure you, cut you off, eliminate you, and kick you to the curb. And that's kind of what you found with your yep. experience as movie makers. We're going to need to take a break. When we come back from that, let's talk about the censorship that you've personally experienced and how we fight it. We're talking with Matt and Joy Thayer, two of the best filmmakers in America today. They're brilliant. They're independent. They've written, produced, and millions of people have watched their work and loved it. And then all of a sudden, they decided to say the truth about Donald Trump, and then they got cut off. I want to read from a press release uh, 
uh, that's just out. It says, when we released the film, big tech completely throttled it. Our social media accounts were marginalized, pushed down, and in some cases, completely vaporized. The streaming platform slow rolled us through the process, and as a result, the film was hardly seen. Our film swag, hoodies and t-shirts, were taken down off Facebook for alleged violations against the community standards related to selling live animals and alcohol, despite neither of those things being included in our inventory. Ever since, we've hit a roadblock after roadblock in trying to get the film out to the public, said the film's director and writer, Matt Thayer. Matt, describe that censorship. Well, it just kind of started off from the beginning. I mean, we, we hit the deadlines to get it out to the aggregate service so that it could get out to the streaming platforms, uh, intending for it to be released uh, prior to the 2020 election. And uh, they slow rolled us through the process. There's just really no explanation yeah. for it because most of the time it's a couple of week process and it took weeks and weeks and weeks until it just didn't come out until after the election. And then uh, as we tried to put it out on social media, which is where you have to advertise these days, uh, we couldn't even give Facebook money to advertise this product. And so they uh, they marginalized us. Our Twitter account was completely vaporized, which is ridiculous because really uh, the PR people that were helping us at the time were just posting positive pictures about the president and how he's interacting with women, quotes from the movie. And yet Twitter decided to just completely destroy our account. It's gone. We have nothing. There's nothing left. And so that and so when you live in a world like that, it's like, how do you get a product out Mm -hmm. that goes against the, the narrative. How yeah. do you feed yourself when you've been demonetized? You can't sell any of the products? I mean, Joy, tell, tell about the cutting off of your ability to even sell products. Yeah, I think that was crazy. We got an email saying that um, our, our sweatshirts and T-shirts <laughs> didn't comply with their community standards. And like you said, they were telling us that it was the buying or selling of alcohol or the buying or selling of live animals. So I take a picture and I send it back and I said, this is a sweatshirt, this is a women's T-shirt, you know, this kind of thing. And they didn't even respond and they said that we do not comply and they just removed our whole store. And so then when you think that you're going to be able to provide a service for people and you're going to be able to do all this stuff and they cut that off and you have put money into the making of these sweatshirts and t-shirts. And now you've got and inventory the the and the making of the film. We, we brought in investors for that film. This was not a Trump financed film. And we've got investors that we need to make sure that they're taken care of and they're repaid and all that kind of stuff. It just really just cut us at their knees, you know, and we were just going, how do, how do we do this? But our real concern was if they can do that for a film that doesn't vilify anybody, that just tells a story about the president, what are they going to do next? You know, we're, we're really concerned of not only is how this is going to squeeze us financially and economically, that they're going after the American people because they know that that's a pain point that's going to hurt them so that they can keep their mouth shut and, and they can control them that way. And we are so excited about this event because it can be a new form of distribution. And Matt always says he relates this to being homespun and, and you know, how America back in 1776 we said, wait, we're not going to go after, uh, we're not going to allow tyranny to go after us. We are going to do something about it. Yeah, the, the yep. Brits, you know, controlled the trade routes. And so America said, all right, we're going to come up with our own manufacturing and we're not going to buy British goods. And so this is kind of, this is our time to do that. This is our homespun, really. So it was <laughs> economic warfare against you, just like the British were doing <laughs> economic warfare. You're having your own form of a Boston Tea Party and you're going to come up with, <laughs> yep. with alternative ways. And we'll get into that, we'll, how you're doing it. But I want you to, if you wouldn't mind, contrast what it was like as a filmmaker before you met 
Donald Trump? What was it like? I mean, you had one of the most popular uh, YouTube videos ever, and and yeah. people loved your work. It, it's beautiful and sensitive and charming. It was you know, describe the difference. Yeah, it, it was it was hard because we were we were not just producing short films; we were doing uh, commercials, uh, and so there were companies that didn't want to work with us anymore. Uh, there were uh, there were even uh, divisions within our own yeah. company it, and employees that didn't want to work for us anymore, and uh, and so it was and and we even lost uh, you know friends and relationships uh, just due to that, and so even even relationships personally at home with some older children and things like that. So it was very difficult to take a stand for what you know is right. But I can't find anywhere in the Bible where a person, a hero in the Bible, didn't have to take a stand and didn't have to have courage to do the right thing in the face of insurmountable odds and sometimes mm -hmm. even death. And so I feel like this is such a small part to play. Um, yes, we're being vaporized and everything else, and we're having some economic hardships because of it, but it's the right thing to do. And we have to have people that are willing to stand on principle and, uh, and and leave it at that. And I remember that when we went into the project, you know, Matt said, you know, we're, we're clearly drawing a line in the sand and we're, we're making um, this documentary and it, it could be career suicide by doing something like this. And we both prayed about it and we took it to the Lord and we said, this is what we have to do because the right thing is the right thing and we have to do and the right thing. And I remember the Lord actually saying, why are you worried about currying favor with Hollywood he said, which is a dying industry, and there's so many problems with it. And he kind of swept his hand, and he showed me a middle America, and he said, that's your audience. Go after them. And so, and introduce yourself to them. And so that's been, feels like, been our journey as, um, as we've been introduced to a whole new swath of amazing people that are very supportive of our work. And again, it just, it's, it's a matter of trying to get it out there, because even when you have people that are following you, uh, on purpose to see your work, some of these social media platforms still have the ability to algorithmically right. throttle your posts, so you can't even get it out to your followers. So yeah. it's just very discouraging. Yeah, no question about it. And you have a very large audience. I mean, 80 million people were following President Trump. At least 71 million people voted for him. At least. Right. Uh, so, so we know that there's a large number of Americans who want to see this, but it's like Sound of Freedom. E even though it, there a large part of America wanted to see it, Disney kept it suppressed for something like five years. And your film has been suppressed. But before that, before you made the Trump film, you were beloved. People, you were yeah. uh, hottest up-and-coming filmmakers in America. Yeah. Yep, yep. We had won a lot of awards, and, you know, we were being asked to do uh, a variety of different projects. We worked right. with the BBC on some episodes of Top Gear. I mean... Yeah, it, it, it was kind of a real stark, sharp difference. But we, like Joy said, we felt like the Lord said, we know we're going to be drawing a line in the sand. And so we just pulled up our bootstraps and we said, okay, we know that we're going to go through this. But hopefully us going through this is, is an encouragement to others mm -hmm. and uh, also a paving the way for others that come behind us. Well, I want to encourage people to watch your earlier work so they can see what you've done. Where's the best place for them to watch some of your early work? Uh, well, our YouTube channel is still up, uh, so you can go to uh, YouTube, uh, Spiro Pictures, S-P-E-R-O. You'll see some of our short films and then also uh, some of the, the commercial work that we've done. Okay, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to tell people how they can watch your new movie, The Trump I Know. 
We're talking with our friends Matt and Joy Thayer of Sparrow Pictures, and we're talking about a new movie that they've made, The Trump I Know. It's not brand new. In fact, it's been hidden, suppressed, uh, pushed aside. It was intended to come out before the 2020 election. It would have had a major impact if enough Americans had seen it, because it really tells the story of who Donald Trump is. That's the question. Who is Donald Trump? Is he a businessman who's trying to build his brand? Is he a reality TV host that, you know, somehow got into politics? Is he really a politician? Or is he a sincere American who was on the inside, knew all the elites, saw what was wrong, and decided to take on the deep state? Let's watch a brief video that will tell you a little about the movie, and then we'll talk with Matt and Joy. All right, we're with Matt and Joy Thayer. Matt and Joy, that's a beautiful trailer. It's a beautiful movie. I had the opportunity to see it before, but you're bringing it back out. August 27th, 2023. Describe the release. Oh, well, it's going to be an amazing virtual release. We're going direct to consumer, similar to the way that they did 2,000 Mules. So it's a, it's a virtual premiere. There's going to be an in-person audience, but only about 300 people will be actually be able to uh, to join us in person in studio, but we can host up to 500,000 people online mm -hmm. to watch the event. And uh, there's interactive capabilities. You'll be able to actually ask questions, even from the comfort of your own home, to the people that are going to be on the stage. We're going to have some amazing guests with us. Uh, we're working on uh, getting some other amazing guests uh, to, to, to be a part of it. Um, everybody's talking about it. It's all over Truth Social. So it's it, that it's going to be an amazing, amazing kind of really cool LEDs. Got to have all of the people that are watching online with their little boxes watching and everything. It's just going to be really cool. It's kind of like a massive Zoom meeting. Like a massive Zoom meeting. You know, <laughs> but we're going to have Laura Trump's going to be there. We have the flyover conservatives are going to be the MC. We have Lauren Kelly from Liberty that's going to be doing a, a musical performance. Devin Nunes is going to be there. Nunez is going to be there telling the story of Truth Social. Most people don't know that Truth Social came out of censorship, that it's only 18 months old, and that they actually did that, again, out of necessity and said, wait a second, if they're going to censor free speech, we need to have another platform. And as we all saw with Parler, they went and they vaporized it, right? And so this is just one of those ways that we can give Americans another option for distribution, to view something, to have an experience where that like no other before, yeah. where they can be interacting live with our guest speakers. And I'm really glad you brought up the sound of freedom because I think that's a great example of yeah. something that's being suppressed and finding a way to get out to the American people. And so it's the same kind of a thing with us. It's like we've created a film. We need to get this out there. We need to get it past the gatekeepers. And so this is a way that we can go direct to consumer, bypass big tech. None of the money that's paid to this project will go to big tech at all. That's amazing. Well, this is one of the most important events of the year, and it's so important because of this. We have a, a real question in front of us. Is this man who was president and running for president again a criminal worthy of uh, all these four indictments or however many indictments there are today? Uh, is right. he a criminal? If it is, we need to know that. But if he's not, 
then what we have is we have an out-of-control judicial system. We have a Department of Injustice persecuting a political opponent. And we have to stand up now because if we ever allow the existing administration to persecute their political opponents and literally take them off the field so that you can't vote for them, then we live in a dictatorship. That yep. decision is only made by understanding who Donald Trump really is. And your movie is from the people closest to him explaining who he really is. And I know some of the, it, it, but Dr. Ben Carson, good, dear friend, talked to him all the time, was with him just a week or so ago. He knows President Trump pretty well. And he says, no, no, he's a sincere person who wants to save the country. And all the people I know that work closely with him feel that way. Now I have to question the people who were in his administration who have turned on him and are yeah. acting like he's the devil himself, then why did you stay? Why were you there? Well, it seems mm -hmm. like you're very self-serving as politicians. Now, the other thing I ask, is it David and Stacy that you're talking about, the flyover conservatives? Yeah. Oh, yeah. great friends, uh, phenomenal. I've been on their show, they've been on ours. I, I really appreciate David and Stacy. This is gonna be an amazing event. How do people learn about it? Where do they go? You can go to ttikfilm.com right now. You can get all the information over there, ttikfilm.com. You have $25, and you can participate in the event. It's only 25 bucks. Invite people over. You can just screen it on, on, on your big screen at home uh, and interact with us online. You can be able to ask questions, like I said. Uh, and uh, it's going to be an amazing event. It's going to be something that people have never experienced mm -hmm. before and, and, can't, and, and you know, just haven't seen before. And, uh, and this is just, like I said, really exciting for filmmakers like us who, you know, as podcasters, you know, a lot of podcasters had to kind of navigate through this process and filmmakers yep. really have had the same problem. And so Angel Studios is doing an amazing thing with, uh, with Sound of Freedom and breaking through the big tech and all of the streaming platforms over there. This is another way that we can bring truth telling documentaries and films that those big tech platforms don't want to touch and bring it direct to the American people so they can decide because you're like, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's so many Democrats right now that are scratching their head. They're seeing the fourth indictment. What the heck's going on? Mm -hmm. And there's so many people that are starting to wake up and go, wait a minute, this is starting to get ridiculous. And so this is the perfect time for people to see a film like this. And I, my question to everybody is, why don't they want this scene? Why have they been throttling it and slow rolling it and censoring it? Because I was having a conversation with General Flynn about everything. And he said, you know, here they take down President Trump's uh, uh, January 6th whole video. They remove it off of uh, YouTube. They remove it off of social media. But then they take clips out of it and they get to use those clips and they get to take it out of context and they get to do uh, commentary over these things, but they won't show the whole thing because they don't want you to know the whole truth. And so why do they not want you to see the whole truth? And so I think that's the very thing that we're dealing with right now with censorship is we want to get the truth out to people because they deserve the truth and they can make up their own minds. Yeah, if they don't want you to watch this movie, you should probably watch this movie. The website again to watch it. TTIKfilm.com for $25. You can join us live August 27th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. There's no football yet, so it's going to be a perfect time to gather together. It's after church. Yeah, it's after church. Gather everybody together on a Sunday and have a barbecue. Thank you so much, Matt and Joy. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is an opportunity. People ask all the time, how do we fight back? Economic warfare is being used against you right now to censor, to stop, to punish. 
The way you fight back is you go watch this film, The Trump I Know. Decide for yourself whether he's the villain or the hero or maybe something in between, but learn from the people closest to him. So I encourage everyone to do that. Now, we'll put all of this in our free economic battle plan, and you get your copy at economicwarroom.com. Remember, what we see as a marketplace, our enemies view as a battle space. This is Kevin Freeman from The Economic War Room.